Hi, it's Simon Buer from Inspiring Change, the new podcast from Ocali. This has been a long time coming. I mean, we've been talking about the Ocali podcast for years, and we're so excited to finally share it with you. Soon. It's coming soon, I promise. We're going to be delving into all sorts of topics and talking with all sorts of amazing and interesting people who do all sorts of amazing and interesting things and share with you these different ideas and experiences and perspectives and stories, all in the spirit of inspiring change and promoting access for people with disabilities. It's going to bring to life a new way of understanding and experiencing the work we do at Ocali. You'll be hearing from our administrators and center directors and content staff and support people, and from all of the partners, the professionals and parents and self-advocates that we're so fortunate to collaborate and work with on a daily basis. Once again, it's called Inspiring Change. Look for it later this fall at ocali.org or wherever you get your podcasts. In the meantime, here's a little teaser from one of our first episodes. On July 31st, the first sensory-friendly morning was held at the 166th edition of the Ohio State Fair. Now, when you think of a state fair, you probably, and understandably, think of an event that is anything but sensory-friendly. In fact, a fair is maybe the least likely candidate for a sensory-friendly experience, which is maybe why it took 165 versions of the Ohio State Fair before the attempt was made to double back against its very nature and make it a more sensory-friendly experience. At least for a few hours. Okay, so let's step into the fair for a minute. Yep, that seems familiar. So you can picture the midway. You've got all the noise, the lights, the music, the smells, the crowds, the ride that will make you dizzy, the games of chance, the calliope, the carnival barkers. Sorry, I did read that they prefer to be called talkers, carnival talkers. Anyway, layers upon layers of a no-holds-barred, in-your-face, up-your-nose, down-your-ears, full-on sensory assault, pressing in on you from every single direction. Couple that with all the waiting that you've had to do to exit the freeway to the fairgrounds, to find a parking space, to enter the fairgrounds, then to ride the rides, and then to stand around for minutes that seem like hours while they deep fry your stick of butter or your ear of corn or those chocolate and peanut butter buckeye things. Plus, it's hot. It's the middle of summer. And even if you park close, it's a lot of walking. A lot of walking. It's a lot to deal with. It's a lot to absorb. I mean, it's the state fair. So how did this grand experiment go? the July 31st sensory-friendly morning at the Ohio State Fair. Well, we talked to a few attendees to find out. Can you spell your name for 
Kia, Kia. K-E-I-A. K-E-I-A. Uh-huh. And your last name? Gray, G-R-A-Y. G-R-A-Y, that's pretty easy. So yeah. I'm Simon. Hi, Simon. It's nice to meet you. Nice meeting you. Tell me a little bit about your experience so far today. Um, well, I actually came out today specifically. I hadn't planned on it, but because of a news article in the, uh, from the local paper online, um, one of my friends linked it on Facebook. Cool. And it mentioned they were doing a sensory time frame where they turned down all the lights and the music and that there was going to be a sensory room. And I got really excited about it because I haven't had the chance to experience a fair without being having to deal with being overwhelmed and being cranky and just pushing myself generally well beyond my my tolerances yes. <laughs> to, to be able to stay. But like, so I'm autistic. Um, I, I, and I, so usually the fair is kind of overwhelming. And, yeah, yeah, I get a little cranky after a while. <laughs> <laughs> We showed up at 10. You normally, were here right at 10. Yeah, normally we'd only really be out here for maybe an hour or two, but like because of the sensory room, I, we can stay longer. And really? Yeah. Well, the last to the ones closer to us, we would hit about an hour, two hours or so, and head out, and this has been awesome. Because we tried to do fairs the last few years, and this I think is the first time in a couple years we've been able to come out and spend the day out because the, even, and like we were even talking about like being able to stay a little after when things kicked on since we didn't have to go through the overload and, and craziness of it starting off super loud. So we're thinking we'll hopefully be able to stay a while too, which we haven't been able to, to go to a fair and like spend the day there and, and ever. Are you local? Uh, we're down like in Oregonia, which is close to Lebanon, Ohio. Okay, so, so this was a little about bit. About an hour and a half. Yeah, a little bit of a trip for you. Yeah, but it was worth it because we don't take her to any local festivals or anything. We wanted to try something like this first. So when we saw this, we jumped on it. Oh, so. that's awesome. And it's worked pretty well. Oh, so wonderful. Far. Yeah, like I said, it's her first time out in a big outing like this. She's nonverbal and she's just loving it. How was, how was your day going so far? Uh, great, he's loving the rides and um, the no sounds and like the music and stuff has really helped. Has it really? It has, yeah. it's made a big difference. Do you yep. do a lot of events like these? No, this is her actual first time. Wow. She's never done anything like this. Wow. I'd rather stuff my face than go on rides <laughs> and I only have so much money.